Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could turn it okay. up even a little bit more. Okay. How about that? Uh, I think I keep turning it up, and I can turn. It... That's now. It's all the way. It's all the way live. Turn That's... your lips a little down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Mobile, Mikel? Are you are you home now? I'm uh, I'm mobile. I'm in my car, between clients. Okay. Oh, sweet. All right. I put some stuff in the outline. I don't know if anyone else can even access it though. I can. Or we can just. I have Google Docs on my phone. Oh shoot! But you're literally driving. Yeah. Safety first. <laughs> 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 okay, all right. We got some good stuff this week. Um, all right, and Dave is... We, no one can reach Dave, but he's probably okay. I don't want to, like, alarm the listeners. We just can't reach him. We think he's fine. It happened. Yeah, it happened last week. He just gets so excited about sports that he puts his phone on silent. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he gets so... Like he doesn't want to be interrupted. Wait, so, are you recording already, Mike? Is this... Are we doing the episode now? I'm recording, and yes. You mean it started? Yes. But you didn't even do the intro. Mikhail lays down the law. Uh, I'm going to do the intro now. Make room for sports! Welcome back to Make Room for Sports, your home for real sports talk. I'm your host, Simon Barrett. With me, I have Mike Lochran. Hey, um, shout out to Phil in Hong Kong. Yeah, indeed. Uh, <clears throat> I, I do want more information on that. And Mikhail Britt, uh, who's in his car driving. Yes, I am. I oh. like the way that you talk in a very calm, rhythmed fashion. I give the we give the listeners just the facts on this show. Um, That's right, no I, emotion. Yeah, we should do like a listener survey and find out whether listeners prefer uh, like the simple, plain truth that we give them, or the hard, cold facts that we give them. Mm, yeah, because they're often at 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 uh, cross purposes. Yeah, that's very that's well, that's exactly <laughs> it. The two frequently contradict each other, and and we have to choose one or the other. Do they want us to be more emotional? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, they, uh, if every episode, yeah, I mean, a lot of people kind of have wondered why we don't cry more often on the while recording. Yeah. Um, what do you What, what do you think for the up? four of us? Who do you guys think is the most in touch with his emotions out of the four? Oh, Mikhail. like if you had to rank, if you had to rank us. Great question. There's no Mikhail. See, I think it's a close tie between Dave and Mikel. I think Mikel wins, but Dave is pretty close. Hmm. Right. I think, no. I think Dave's in touch with his emotions, but um, maybe he's not honest with his emotions. Oh, yeah. He got what he deserved. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay. sorry. The order goes Mikel, Mike, Dave, me. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I would have said Mikel, Dave, me, Simon. Well, again, we're probably not the best judges of this. We'll again have to ask our, our listener or listeners. Oh, no, I um, disagree. I disagree. Because we have a podcast, that means we're the best judges of everything. Oh, my God. That's right. I keep forgetting that we yeah. have a podcast and, and, <laughs> yeah. and that that actually makes us experts of anything we talk about. And we're right. going to know if Dave is the second most emotional if he listens to this episode and he gets really mad when he hears this. Mm, I think anger is more acceptable in yeah. in uh, men, so uh, the we'll know if he listens to this and has a good cry. He's like, <laughs> like one of those like cry, yeah, like one of those cries where like, you he guys... can't really breathe. Like like he, he's like just like crying so hard. Have you guys? Can I ask an honest question? Great question. Have you guys ever cried while listening to this podcast? <laughs> um, you know, surprisingly, the answer is no. <laughs> Like I, I can see why you would assume that that would be, um, that that would cause me to weep, uh, yeah. just like loss of time and so on. But no, no, no. This podcast tends to cheer me up when I when I actually listen to it. I yeah. cry tears of of laughter when I listened last week to Simon describing the bush corpses throwing up the first ball <laughs> oh did you see yep. like the big news today was that like hw is, was accused of like groping a 16 year old back in like us 2002 and the photo that the washington post used much to my delight is him like clutching that baseball 
<laughs> just like looking really <laughs> ghoulish. Um, and and like the like it's really uh, the headline is woman accuses former president George H. W. Bush of groping her when she was sixteen, and the photo is him clutching a baseball and staring at it, um, which is like. I mean, I guess, like, you know, they just like, Google image searched, like, George W. Bush groping, and that was, like, the best they could come up with, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's a good image, so kudos. Not always a fan of their uh, their journalism compared to ours, but uh, kudos to the Washington Post for that one. That's a good one. So the, the baseball is, like, a metaphor for the girl? You, yeah, you kind of got to see the image, <laughs> but but yes, the baseball is a metaphor for the girl in this in this image. Um, that, yeah. that should be that should be always like baseball is metaphor for girl. Let's analyze it. Uh, I mean, it might be that's probably how the game of baseball. I mean, I, I believe you're familiar with the base system of hooking up. <laughs> oh yeah, play ball. First, oh. first base, uh, like like is like kissing. French French kissing, kissing with tongue. Kissing with tongue. Second base is like a really complicated argument over where you're going to dinner that evening. Uh, third base is resentfully looking at a sink full of dishes and not saying anything about it. Um, and fourth base represents just like a realization that you don't know like whose washcloth you're using. Yeah, so that's like that's that's the hookup hookup wow. bases. I actually, it's funny too. Uh, in all sincerity, I what, what are the bases? Because I think it's like a regional thing. Um, uh, I, I, my understanding is I never got past French? first base, so I, I never found out. Like still in your life? Yeah, yeah. I still don't know what second oh. is. Oh wait, isn't second like feeling breasts? Yeah, it's feeling a girl up. Okay. And then third would be uh, feeling her uh, down in her under her pants or skirt or whatever okay. she's wearing, or maybe she's not wearing anything. I don't know. But that, yeah, that's. And, if, and down she's, there. she's wearing whatever she chooses to wear, and that's great. Is right. I think what whatever you meant to say, Yeah. <laughs> like, it's her choice to wear or not wear anything. Yeah. Not my choice. Yeah. Um, right. Um, and then what's, what's, and then home run is actually having sex? Um, yeah, that's right. Well, I've got a long way to go. Um, leaves, like, a, a couple, you know, kind of leaves a couple things out, but. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I mean. At least one of those bases, you know, it, it's it's positive. It's a positive approach to the bases. Let's put it that way. We should make we should make one of them for another sport. Like we should make one for basketball, like a foul shot, foul shot, three pointer, half quarter. And you know, there's not a reverse. There's not like a girls system, right? Like girls don't have because for girls. Oh whoa, ding, or, dude, ding. Or, mm, sounds problematic. One. The assumption. Girl. You were assuming it only worked for, for men. Wait. I mean, I've only heard men talk about it. Like, I yeah. don't think, like, for seems a girl, third base is different than it is for a guy. For we're talking about heterosexual people. I mean, this is like getting really dangerous for me, and I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, fortunately, you're a little quiet, so it makes you sound a little, uh, a little milder. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. You should start. But yeah. I'm trying to say, like, it's like. It's only guys that are like, "Hey, I got to second base." Like a girl isn't gonna say to her girlfriend, "Hey, I got to second base," right? Well, it sounds like we've got a lot of work know. to do. Uh, yeah, we need. There's to create... literally no way we could find out the answer to that question, Mikel. We need to create a base system for all sexualities and genders. Um, right. We yes, need a yes. more inclusive modern base system. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna use like we're gonna use some of the lingo from the sport of curling. Ooh. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I'm, yeah, we got we got to think about the and and different sports. Okay, so that's that's a homework assignment. We're gonna redo the base system. Have you heard of the gender bread man? Uh, <laughs> go on. It's like a chart to help understand like you know, like a trans male or trans female person's perspective. So like the gender bread man like breaks it down by like you're you're born. Uh, gender and then how you express your gender and then if you're um, and then it has like like uh, lust and love or like it, it it basically breaks down all these things into categories to make it more understandable for people that don't understand it but it's a gingerbread man 
No, gender bread. No, 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 yeah, I got it. But like, like when I look at it, when I'm seeing a gingerbread man, that's been renamed yeah. gingerbread man. That's right. I can send it to you. Okay, that would be great. Yeah, that would be helpful. Uh, I'm familiar with the ginger dead man, voiced by Gary Busey. Um, <laughs> I'm familiar with that. Yeah, starring Robin Sidney, I believe. But um, yeah, but uh, not the gender. Well, all right. So, so we're teaching kids about gender and sexuality through pastries. Um, and, and baseball. And baseball. Well, that's good. That is American. Those are like the two <laughs> most American things. Um, hey, Mikhail, have we talked? We've talked about the 1904 Summer Olympics marathon on this podcast already, right? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, just want to make sure we covered that one. Uh, that <laughs> why? Uh, it just popped up uh, in my awareness again, and then I was like, I seem to remember Mikhail talking about this like insane marathon where like everyone almost died and like the winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was consuming strychnine and rat poison, and was actually yes, carried over right. the finish line. <laughs> There's like so many good things about it. Anyway, but we already talked about that. That was one of our early episodes. Yeah. Um, what else? Does anyone have a play of the week? Top plays of the week. Okay. Uh, actually, someone else go. I forgot what it is. Okay. Mike, do you have a play of the week? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was a dirty trick, Mikhail. I think um, I have a bunch. I have a bunch of... I've. I think my play of the week is Joel Embiid's night of like shit talking all of the Clippers last night. That was last night. Yeah, the Clippers are, I guess, the team that other teams have to play to get their mojo back. Uh, <laughs> is that right? That oh, yeah, because you the, saw right. Yeah. Yeah. So the Warriors game where they just like like the Warriors were having a kind of slow start to the season and then they just like destroyed the Clippers and and got got the, got their kind of energy back. Um, and I guess yeah. the same thing happened with the Lakers last evening. Uh oh! Is that the Lakers? Wait, Wait what? Who are you talking about? Oh, the, the Sixers. Oh, the Sixers played the Clippers. The Sixers yeah. beat the Clippers. They did. Yes. I'm gonna have to fact check this. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, the Sixers are like becoming the most fun team to watch this season. I think I think it's unanimous. Like, um, they barely they beat just, the Clippers. This is true, but a win is a win. Um. Yeah, they're just like they have such a sense of joy, and the team is so much fun. Yeah. Um, Joel Embiid is just—he just embarrasses people, um, yeah. and like he got this one guy—I don't even know who the guy is because he was their backup center, who was in after um, uh, DeAndre Jordan fouled out. But like he just like got this guy so mad, and when the guy started like getting super upset at Embiid, Embiid just started like cracking up and pointing at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so so mean and amazing and that's just like, like middle school like that's like sometimes <laughs> that would happen to me yeah and like after anytime he makes a good play he just starts shouting he can't guard me at the top of his lungs and you can hear <laughs> it like on the broadcast you can hear it because sometimes the mics are kind of close to wow. the you know close to the court um so yeah i couldn't be happier i'm i feel very fortunate i'm at the Philly right now is like the center of the sports universe. The Eagles have the best record in football. The Sixers, I think by all accounts, are the most fun team. Um, so I'm I'm in sports heaven this week. And like, Joel Embiid's like basically like your friend now. Like, have you hung out with him since you met him on the street a couple weeks no, ago? No, he's being cagey. Um, but when I saw that, when I my stepbrother sent me that picture that I sent you guys of him and um, Markel Fultz in the ocean yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. when I got it, like I couldn't tell that it was an Instagram picture because the way it was um, cropped. And so when I got it, my first thought was like, "Oh man, like Kyle's my stepbrother. Like Kyle's like at the beach with Joel Embiid," because <laughs> it just seems like that's possible because I I met him, so it seems like anyone could hang out with him whenever they want. And like the framing of the photo is similar to the photo you got. Yeah, it's true. Maybe that's just maybe it's because you can't get Joel Embiid like in the frame properly because he's so big. Right, I think it's. I think that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my play of the week. It's just like Joel Embiid in general. If I ever go to Philadelphia, I'm going to carry on I a had... step ladder just in case that happens. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> or maybe you can invent some shoes that like you press a button and they like they like spring up, like they um like well, they shoot poles out of the bottom of them so that you're tall. Well, like in Goonies uh -huh. or something. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But, um. Yeah, 
You know, if the big baller brand, which uh, again, uh, after last week's episode, they've they've dropped their sponsorship, uh, but we're 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 back courting sponsors for future episodes. I mean, if they, they didn't if they like were our commercial, no, no, they loved our commercial. We just forgot to do another one last week. It turns out, uh, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. So it turns out, turns out they want you to do that every episode. It's not a one and done thing. Uh, when you sponsor a podcast, yeah. So, but I mean, I but we might be able to get them back with a uh, with kind of some of these ideas of spring shoes for when you meet a, a, a player and you want a good selfie. Um, yeah. What's the other one in Goonies? Like his shoes spray out oil out of the back, like slick shoes. So yeah. if you want the if you find a celebrity and you want a selfie, but you want them to be slipping in the background, that yeah. could be that could be good. Um, and also, I think uh, a shoe that's a hair dryer would be really nice. And I- Oh, that is good. And I think headlights. Didn't his shoes have, like, little headlights? Oh. Yeah, though, that, I feel like that kind of has come to pass. Like, the kids with their little, right. like, gl- gleaming gleaming shoes uh, that I think are supposed to maybe be safe for traffic. I don't know, man. Or what about, like, a phone? Like, a, like the Get Smart phone. Oh, yeah, the shoe phone. Yeah, that's a classic. Because, yeah, in fact, I think um, I think cell phones are probably on their way out, is my feeling. Shoe phones are the new thing. Yeah, I don't think I think like the iPhone X came out and everyone's like, you know what, we're not into cell phones anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's the and the shoe phone is the phone on the sole of the shoe. That's right. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so if you like step in like dog shit, and then you get a call, you will have to smear feces on your face. Yeah, you have to get a you got to get a screen replacement. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's there. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah, but that's kind of what people it's are not, into. People like phones that are expensive. It's not the best design, but it works. It works exactly. That's exactly right. I like the wait. Like the quality of the calls are better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a shoe phone. phone. Yeah, and like yeah. the texting. Texting is better. Like texting is yeah. faster. All right, we got to yeah. move on. We got to move on, guys. All right, all right. All right. So my, my play of the week. Oh, God. okay. Go right ahead. Couple, Just go right ahead. I'm gonna actually go with. Well, there was one. Um, you see the Redskins Maurice Harris do that awesome catch, one hand catch? Oh, that was amazing. I did see that. That was pretty incredible. Um, and then that was then his that, to... that was his first catch ever, Mikael. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, really? No. That's <laughs> yeah, that's his fully. his yeah. first catch in the NFL. Has he tried oh. to catch before and not succeeded? <laughs> um, well, he's a rookie, and I think maybe he just got called up like in that first game like uh, i think that was his first game okay Shit. yeah that kind of I, like actually kind of sucks for like if i was the team therapist i would be talking to him about that because now it's like he can never right. what's he going to do he like he can never do better than that i don't think is that what you would tell him as his therapist i'd say you can never do better than that bro <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seem, seems reasonable seems like a reasonable thing to say <laughs> yeah i just feel like yeah. that was it you're done I want him to live in denial i want him to fully accept it and kind of move on like what else can you do with your life now you would tell him as a therapist basically you're done in football yeah (laughs) yep okay (laughs) that makes sense that's gonna be that's like that's your catchphrase as a therapist is you're done (laughs) you're finished (laughs) you're finished Um, that's good because then you're not like inviting like a lifetime of therapy. You're telling people, uh, you know, that this, this, that there is a finite kind of pro this is a finite process, uh, especially since their careers are over because of what they just did that they're seeing you for. It's it's very liberating to have someone tell you that you're finished. (laughs) You're done. Yeah. I feel better just hearing you say it like hypothetically. Yeah. Every time you say it, I kind of relax a little more. Like I can feel my (laughs) blood pressure going down. I'm just like, oh, I don't have to worry about anything. I'm done. Like, yeah, like Simon, you made those. You had those good zingers about the the two bushes last week, and now you're done. Yeah, I don't have anything this week. That's for sure. But it doesn't matter because I'm finished. Wrapped it up. Wow, you're lucky. Yeah. Wait, Mikel, did you have did you have other plays or just that one? Well, well you're talking about the Sixers. There's uh, Ben Simmons did a really nice backwards backwards dunk. Was it the alley oop? The alley yeah. last yeah, night. The alley oop, yeah, is the alley oop, and then he grabbed it and dunked it backwards. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. He's so good. I don't know. 
I'm almost like speaking of um, being told that you're finished. I like I, I love this team so much it makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah. Like I feel like it I'm just waiting for something to go wrong or for one of them to turn out to be like a terrible person cuz that right now they're like all it's all upside it's all just unrealized potential or like they're in the process of realizing potential. But I I I'm just worried. I'm worried about my level of emotional involvement with this team. It's too good, and like, what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real? Are we talking about the Sixers still? <laughs> I think I think so, but we're really. I'm just trying to get some therapy off Mikel right, right now. Right. About because I feel like I need to manage my expectations. Yeah, Mikel, you're in between clients right now, so you should be doing therapy just to warm up. <laughs> right. Right. Um, <laughs> well, I'd say Mike. I'd say um, break up, break up with them, break up with them now. <laughs> <laughs> before, before they break up with me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A preemptive breakup. Yeah, because you know it's gonna happen. Like they're gonna move in, and you're gonna get to see the real them. And right. then it's gonna, it's not, it's gonna, gonna get difficult. It's gonna be real feelings involved. Right. And, um, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be fun anymore. Right. So what you're saying is to protect my future self from negative feelings, I should n never feel too much. Or I, don't want I should to feel anything. Right, I should feel nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So should I just like stay in the house, like stay in bed? Um Do you own a sensory deprivation tank? Oh, I, I yeah. don't, but if Mikel thinks I should get one, I could go in that direction. I think if you just stay in bed with like a, a cardboard box you okay um, it's kind of, kind of the same thing okay uh, and just don't go just don't don't do anything else you're done okay is it is it cool if i talk to my friends or should i just totally check out um i think as long as you're only like talking about like what you had for dinner or like okay right. Right. we need dave so on this like podcast i'm texting dave this is a disaster. This is not <laughs> just going. like factual, factual conversations. Yeah, we need right, we right. need Dave to t like, cause not one of like the Ball brothers get like arrested in China? Like we don't we're not even up yeah, on and this then, stuff. Yeah, I, Trump got him out. Trump he sprung him. Wow, Trump or, is such a dynamic president. The T-shirt. I think the T-shirt that Dave. Yeah, this whole T-shirt saga. Dave. We're way behind oh, on yeah, this. We have, to, we have to talk about the T-shirt. But we need Dave, kind saga. of, don't we? I I I. Dave, I I just told Dave to join us. Like, he, he's, yeah. he made me. He made the T-shirt for me, so I know about the T-shirt. Well, but the T-shirt got banned. No, then he made a second one that didn't get banned. What was he the one that got free, banned? It was a close-up of Steph Curry's face with like his mouth gone. No. And uh, why that did that get banned? banned? I don't understand. Copyright infringement, I guess. Yeah, I guess you can't monetize use of someone else's image. Um, but Leangelo. Leangelo Ball is like not uh, not up on that. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't copyrighted his image yet. Oh, yeah, nice! So, I'm excited uh, for this shirt. He made a shirt of of Leangelo Ball and it says "Free Leangelo" on it. All right. Does anyone? Uh, what you said? You had another play of the week. I want to hear more about sports. That I had a third one. A second. Um, a second one. It was. It was Ben Simmons doing that reverse slam dunk. Oh, okay. Did you have a third one? And my third play of the week, if you really want to know, is, um, oh, is uh, Cantor, um, Cantor yelling at um, uh, the, the, what's his name on the Cavs, the famous, most famous guy that I hate. Uh, yeah, LeBron. LeBron. That idiot. That idiot, LeBron. Yeah, uh, Cantor <laughs> yelling at, Le at LeBron. What did he yell at him? You can't really hear it, but he was he wanted to fight him. He was like, he he was like, we're gonna fight. I don't care who you are. We're gonna fight. Actually, and, but uh, then after the game, Enos Cantor said something problematic. Uh oh. Oh, he did. Yeah, he said something like, because you know LeBron calls himself the king. So he said something to the effect of, I don't care if you're the king or the queen or the yeah. princess or whatever. That's right. actually very progressive. Yeah, he covered it all. Yeah, like, that's uh, actually really progressive of him to have just said that and done that. 
because um, he doesn't know what gender LeBron identifies as, first of all. Um, uh, but so even actually, beyond I'm, that, I'm even being, beyond that, I'm like being problematic. Yeah, you're being problematic for assuming that's yeah. problematic because yeah, right, like right. like right. why would a queen or princess have less power and authority on the court than a king? Like, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't want to hear an answer from you because there is none. Right. I'm sorry. I forgot that Enos Cantor took that uh, women's studies seminar over the over the summer. <laughs> Super. Uh, He's very much on like the cutting really, edge, cutting edge yeah. of this sort of stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so you always got to look at that. like what's he really saying. Um, right, that's yeah. My... yeah, he healed America's wounds in one night. Yeah. He yelled at LeBron, and then uh, yeah, and then kind of let us all think about our own, uh, you know, prejudices. Uh, LeBron certainly... is so annoying. He's so annoying. Everything about LeBron is annoying me. Yeah, yeah. agreed. How old is he? It's like seventy something. Seventy? Yeah, he's up there. All right. Well, he'll be yeah, done yeah. soon. Uh, <laughs> un- unlike us, unlike kind us. of classy though. He was like, what did he, he was like, well, yeah, my wife, the queen, my daughter, the princess. And they're like, then the press asked him something else. Like, what did he say to you? And then LeBron was like, I don't know. We won the game. And just like. Left but it maybe up. it's problematic that LeBron has put his daughter and wife in those rigid categories. Well, it is. I do like him just maybe saying his wife. Game. Maybe his wife wants to be king and his daughter wants to be a prince. Hmm. This right. is why this is why it's so hard to talk about sports these days. Yeah, you gotta really cover your bases. Uh, yeah, um, I want to talk about my plays of the week. Great. Okay. Um, actually, the first one uh, is 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 not really a candidate, uh, but I really did enjoy it. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that the Milwaukee Bucks um, on Veterans Night. Um, well, actually, I don't even know if it was Veterans Night. It was like just like a couple of nights ago. But they had like a veterans night uh, game and the halftime show was a guy in army uniform riding a motorcycle around uh, chasing their mascot on another motorcycle in a circle in the middle of the court. And it was incredibly good. Is that a a metaphor for like the U.S.? Oh, and the mascot was also wearing an army uniform. (laughs) What? Yes. So the so as a Bucks like like a Bucks mascot wearing an army uniform on a motorcycle being chased by like some army guy like a real what is the bucks mascot it's like a deer okay okay a stag uh, okay yeah. all right let's not okay um i want to talk about NC- semi-automatic rifles hmm are we banning those the- what no what did the guy in the motorcycle have? A oh no, I, he wasn't armed. It was he was he was off okay. duty. Okay. Um, but that would have been amazing. Yes, that would be amazing if he was firing at the buck and into the crowd while yeah. driving in circles on a motorcycle. Uh, however, um, like yeah, though the and again, it would not cause any probably gun control laws to be passed. <laughs> We'd just be like, yeah, well, look, what are you gonna do? Uh, it's halftime. Is what we'd you gotta say. Celebrate. Yeah. Um, okay, so but that wasn't my play of the week. My play of the week it takes place in high school football, uh, the the wild world of high school football, uh, from everyone's favorite show, Thursday Night Lights. I enjoy high school football like everyone in America, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but the uh, the Ma- the Maple Grove High School had a football game this week where they were behind twenty seven to ten in the final minute. And they scored 19 points in the last minute to win the game, 29-27. <laughs> I did see that. I didn't watch the video, though. Do you know how they scored? Yes, ah. I do know how they scored, Mike. Thank you for asking. They scored a touchdown, and then they did two uh, two onside kicks, two recovered onside kicks, where like you know you go for the the big kick, and instead you do a tricky little kick, and you recover yes. the ball. <laughs> um, but you ha- but you still have to kick it past the 50 yard line. Because otherwise it doesn't that was, count. Um, that was the just so the listeners know. Simon and I had an indie pop band called Tricky Little Kick uh, in college. Kick. Yes, and and well, and it's delightful. I say so I was totally unaware of this football play I, it, that it was allowed that people did it, but it's delightful because um, you know you see the the kicker uh, is what they call him uh, going to like he's like I'm going to make a big kick and then he just kind of like like punts it a little bit and it like tumbles and then as soon as it's over the 50 yard line they they dive on it and it's a recovered onside kick is what that's supposedly called in the game of football and they did that twice in a row 
and both times used it to score a touchdown. That's amazing. Because you uh, hardly ever you hardly ever recover an onside kick. The odds are it are, looks are really hard to do, yeah. um, because you're um, kicking it away from you. I mean, you have to kick it a good distance away from your own team. You're kicking it towards the opposing team or running towards it. So they just they just I, really yeah. managed to grab it like right as it tumbled over the fifty yard line twice in a row. It's very entertaining. That's amazing. Yeah. There was a kicker um, recently in the recent recent past who invented a new method of um, kicking onside kicks, where he would like run. He runs up to the ball. And instead of kicking it with the foot that it looks like he's going to kick it, he like puts one foot behind the other and kicks it sort of backwards in the other direction. Ooh. So he invented this new way that seemed to really be working. And then sometimes other like lesser kickers will try that same style. But like more than once, guys trying to do that have just like fall, like slipped and fell over. <laughs> Which is like a, if I had one in mind, it would be a great play of the week. But um, it's funny to watch kickers fall over. I yeah, want to get say... like a highlight reel of that or a montage of. of yeah, that. yeah, I can put that together. Let me Google around a little bit. So, and and Mike, am I correct that Richard Sherman was injured this week? Injured his Achilles playing Thursday That's night correct. football, um, and he's out for the yeah. season. I stumbled across an article entitled "Richard Sherman Joins Chorus of NFL Players Who Hate Thursday Night Football," dated October twenty first, twenty fifteen, with the following quote. I mean, it's rough, Sherman said. It's rough on the body. Anytime you play a football game and play another one a few days later, it's going to be tough on the body. But it's just another one of those things, another one of those simple contradictions of the league because they care about us. So, anyway, that's your ironic yeah. quote of the week. Well, yeah. No, I mean, uh, Thursday Night Football is a really bad idea. All the players hate it. The games are bad. It's dangerous. Um, and, it, yeah, it's well, just... What I'm, like, so, sorry, what I'm getting at to be clear, is because Richard Sherman spoke out against Thursday Night Football two years ago, uh, they murked his Achilles. They took him down with a kabooter. Yeah. You don't speak out against Thursday Night Football. Who's the they in that sentence? Uh, Eric Trump. (laughs) (laughs) So, you heard Uh, it here first, folks. Uh, The NFL and Eric Trump... uh, who's, I think, the third most intelligent Trump, um, are in collusion to take out anyone who speaks against Thursday Night Football. With blow darts? With blow darts, yes. Wow. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Look, and I want to talk about NCAA suspensions, too, because uh, there was another big news story this week. Rob Gray of uh, Houston, Houston Cougars, uh, is suspend- was suspended for one game. Uh, do you guys happen to know why this was? I do. I don't. No, any, I don't. Okay. Any any, any guesses? Um, um, is it he did something off the field that was illegal? That's true. That's correct. Um, oh, what okay. he did was he played in a in a church recreational game uh, this summer. And that wait, and he wasn't allowed to do that. He was oh, not wait, allowed to. Dave's do Dave's calling in. Should I hold on? Oh wait, Dave was just calling me direct. Oh, I think we just lost Mike. Mikhail, I'm still there? here, though. Is Mike, Don't worry. There? See, that's the problem. Dave calls in, and if you answer the call, then you're just talking to Dave, and you're no longer on this recording. Mike, wait, hold on. He's on pause. Yeah, but it's a different call. Uh, hello? Yeah. Well, he, he's on pause on our call. He's on Dave's call, actively speaking to Dave, but they're not being recorded. Uh, hey, I'm back. I was talking to Dave in a separate chat room. Yeah, we need to get Dave in this call. I'll add him to this call. Okay. In a separate podcast? Yeah, are you guys doing a different podcast? Come on. All right, I'm yeah, adding just Dave. Like, uh, yeah, I mean... Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, the thing that he did to get suspended was he played in a church rec game. And that's you're not allowed to play... You're not allowed to play Wait, any why... other basketball games, I guess. Uh, so it was, a church rec, it was a church rec league game. And that's against NC, NC, hey, Dave. We're talking about hey, NC, NCWA suspensions. Um, yeah, so this is a that. So I just thought that was sorry. Something wacky's happening. Yeah, we're talking about NCAA suspensions. I just said that. Um, <laughs> it's not that wacky. It's actually pretty informative, but it's also a little bit wacky. So I appreciate where you're coming from. Oh, um, now I hear it. No, technologically wacky. Now I'm in. I'm in. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so yeah. So anyway, well, um, I thought that was very intriguing. That that was against the rules for you to play like any other intriguing. basketball game. Yeah. What um what denomination church was it? 
Terrific question. A Jewish. Terrific. <laughs> yes, it was Jewish, it, a Jewish church. A Jewish church. Um, yeah. Which uh, that is what they're called. That's that's <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. And what defines like a basketball game? Like, what if you're just shooting hoops with your son in your driveway? Well, that's kind of what I. So I, I'm trying to dive into my. I'm, I was doing really good for a while there. Now I'm in my research corner. Um, oh, dive in. Trying to find out what the actual NCAA rules are to suspend a guy for playing in a church league game. Um, <laughs> what? Dave, you, you just got here, man. We're we're, we're talking. About, we're you know, it, Rob Gray of the Houston Cougars was suspended for a game uh, for the fra- for the infraction of having played in a church rec game over the summer. I didn't even know that men could be Cougars. That's okay. That's, wow, whoa, Dave's whoa. coming out. Look, coming straight hot. with the zingers. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Dave. Yeah. Uh, probably best for you to hang up now because we are not we are not at your speed uh, this episode. The zingers are not flying. Yeah. Fast no, actually. Right. Yeah, Dave doesn't. Dave doesn't know this because he's late. But we're actually this is like an in memoriam podcast because what the hell is, is Dave falling down a flight of stairs? Sorry, I'm just recording a podcast. That? Excuse me. Oh my god. That's like the lamest thing to say to someone as you elbow by them. Uh, in in, in right, memoriam okay. of Dave's uh, telling someone that he's recording a podcast as he stumbles past them into recording booth. Uh. <laughs> yeah, this isn't working out as I had planned. I thought I was going to have like a professional mic this week. Instead, I'm like walking around with you guys on speakerphone in like the music building at my, where I work. <laughs> well, really... I mean, it could be... so look, hey Dave, tell us what happened with this uh, with the ball guy getting arrested in China. Why did that happen? For shoplifting? Yeah, he was like, oh, sorry. You know what? Let me. I'm going to talk to you about it in one minute. Okay, you guys, uh, kill time. All right. I know what happened. We all. Like, why does Dave have to... We all know what happened. You I like it when Dave, Dave it? says it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it, too. I have a little seg- sidebar we can do. At Joe Baptista's wedding uh, over this weekend, um, his youngest sister, who's also a social worker, is married, and her husband was, like, a huge fan of our show. Oh, great. Uh, and he was, like, kind of nervous to talk to me and Dave because yeah. he kind of considered us, like larger than life um, Cor- correct because yes. you guys have gained so much weight from stress eating because the podcast <laughs> yeah this is he our just, he thought <laughs> we were, faces looked really doughy and he was just kind of disgusted by it he just like walked up to you and like stuck his finger in your cheek and like <laughs> he was kind of nervous to talk to you and dave because you were both eating his piece of cake off his plate <laughs> without without make while making eye contact with him <laughs> but not saying anything yeah. yeah he was actually just worried we would eat him he was convinced that he kept being like but you guys like have like a lot of fans right like you guys obviously like have like a lot of fans right correct and we were, like we we're like yeah we do yeah, that's exactly yeah it, it, was pretty, it was pretty funny because actually like there was another thing that happened before that sorry i'm almost in a private space um <laughs> uh for, well first of all like i don't think he recognized me at first because we we had met before um, but I don't think when I, when I was like, oh, hey man, what's up? Yeah. Uh, I don't think he realized who I was, you know, but, um, yeah, like <laughs> you're talking to later, Dave Dominique from Make Room for Sports, bro. Like, exactly. Yeah. Now, two hours later, um, like he came up to me all sort of, you know, like meek outside and, and was just like, oh man, I really love your podcast. <laughs> like <laughs> starts asking me about it. Well, what made it even funnier was, um, sorry, one second. Was that really? I had been talking to this other dude um, who does not listen to our podcast, Oof. but who is fuck uh, him, fuck just, him. Yeah, yeah, why was I even talking to that guy? What a loser! No, but this guy, this other guy at the wedding, is like in charge of all the okay. chefs who cook for the the New York Islanders. Like no he's way. like this this New York chef, and he got hired at this weird job where he like creates the the menus and the he's like and the diets for 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 the islanders um and i just sort of randomly was like oh man you should come on our podcast that would that would be that would be interesting and like totally on brand for us to have like the chef of the islanders uh talk to us about hockey and he also knows nothing about hockey so it'd be more perfect um but he knows what hockey players eat right (laughs) right 
And he, he like literally does not know the rules of hockey. Like he didn't know what icing is, which is like a really basic penalty in hockey. Um, but um, he, he seemed sort of dubious. Like he didn't really, he was just like, oh, you got a podcast? Oh, that's cute. And then this guy like <laughs> comes up to me. He's like, man, I love your podcast. And then all of a sudden this chef dude was like really interested in being on the podcast. And he's talking about, <laughs> he's going to talk to like the, like the publicity person for the Islanders and like get us in. And maybe we can like talk to some of the players. <laughs> like all of a sudden we thought we were right. like really serious. Oh, uh, that's right. I didn't realize that. I was standing right there. I didn't realize how that happened. You're right. Yeah, it was, it was really perfect timing. But that's what I'm not sure I want to talk to. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to talk to a chef who doesn't even know what icing is. It's only like my favorite thing to eat. So, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, yeah. let's dig into the outline, fellas, because we've 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 managed to pull off a forty-five minute episode. So far, I think like fifteen of those minutes were pretty quality. Um, that's a pretty good ratio too. Um, what? So the Knicks got mocked. Mike, you added this to the for selling <laughs> these they awful made... hats. <laughs> yeah. If you guys can click on the link, I don't know who's at, in front of a computer, but they made these hats. With uh, Chris Stapps, Chris Stapps's face Porzinski? on the hat. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. But it's like it's unrecognizable. <laughs> Did he say Porzinski? <laughs> yeah, Porzinski. Porzini. 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 Yeah. Porzini. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Chris Stapps Porzini. Okay, yeah, Porzini. <laughs> yeah. All right. So well. Chris Stapps, Chris Stapps Porzinger. No, you know what he looks like on this hat? Is he looks like someone you'd fight in like um, Mike Tyson's Punch Out on like the original yes. NES. <laughs> He, he looks yeah. he looks like Glass Joe or whatever that guy's name oh, was. He does have that kind of face. Uh, yeah, totally. yeah. And, and it's just yeah. like such it's awful. It's awful. Whoever did this hat, we salute you. Um yeah. so yeah. the Knicks got made fun of, but we are actually taking that back uh and saying that this is actually the best hat in sports. Yeah, can we can we get one of those hats? How do we get one? I think they're for sale. Yeah, I mean they're it's like official <laughs> yeah, NBA Knicks gear, so they're thirty dollars. So we can assume we can buy like a thousand of them. Well, I mean that's a little out of our range, but other people can. Um, you know, it's thirty dollars, man. Like, come on, I'm gonna spend that on a hat. I can just when I can just cover my head with paper towels when I go outside. No, 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 not buying <laughs> I'll that. Just, I'll draw a picture of uh, Chris Taps on the paper towels for you. Uh, um, and then the second link I put on the outline is this uh, Deadspin story I read today. About... Which I'd, I'd actually already read this. I just want to point that out. That's some good sports oh, research. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Nice. So for for Dave, for for Dave and Macal, if you guys don't know the story, there's a the guy. I, I don't know what football game it was, but at an NFL game, um, the guy who like holds the instant replay tablet for the ref who's like on TV, he always appears with his back to the camera. He ta- he like put a note on his head in like political protest that he, said, I will always stand. Yeah, he clipped it to the back of his baseball cap in like really oh, awkward, Jesus. It's in like his handwriting so that, is really bad. <laughs> like yeah. like he, he alternates <laughs> capital and lowercase letters kind of at random. Um, yeah. So it's really satisfying. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you can read it though on camera. It's, it's oh yeah, yeah. You can yeah. definitely says I yeah. will always stand. Not that anyone was fucking asking this guy, like what <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but he always has to stand because that's his job, right? Like he has to stand and hold the tablet. Yeah, if he kneeled, it would be really inconvenient for the umpire. Right. Um, I I wonder if this guy's going to lose his job. I wonder if like, this was his last day anyway, and he just wanted to go out doing something stupid. Um, oh, like the guy that shut down Trump's Twitter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we're living in an era where conservatives are protesting. Um, I don't even know what the Cur- the Keurig coffee thing, where they were all destroying their Keurig coffee makers a couple of days ago, because what was it? Yeah. So it's somewhat complicated, but you know, so Alabama, I think Senate candidate Roy Moore, um, who it turns out was banned from a shopping mall in the eighties because he uh, de- likes to. Likes well, he likes to date underage women. Um, right. Would I guess be the most euphemistic way of phrasing it? He's like he's like a pedophile. Um, and Sean well, Hannity admits it too. Like yeah, go ahead. Yeah, his his like amazing quote like to Sean Hannity was like, I I don't like I've always asked permission from their mothers, which is like yes. right away, dude. <laughs> like yeah, that's, that's a that, southern gentleman. That's a southern gentleman. Yeah, that's not a step to dating. Like like that's normally it has to be in place. 
He was uh, in his thirties. The period that he's talking about, he was in his thirties, and he was like the district attorney of the of that entire region. Yeah, he was thirty-two. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and so anyway, Sean Hannity did uh, a show d- d- uh, defending him because um, Sean Hannity is a deeply dim-witted psychopath, um, <laughs> and like and people in Keurig in return, like I guess under. You know, people were asking Keurig why they were advertising on this program, and they were like, shit, sorry, like, we won't anymore. And then conservatives got mad and destroyed their coffee machines that they'd already purchased and were presumably using, um, which is what we call a win-win. Um, so I feel good about that. That is a, that's, that's like back when they were like um, the big conservative protest, uh, which I guess was a, like, war on Christmas thing was when they were asking when like conservatives were buying Starbucks, but asking people to put like Trump on the cover. Oh, right. So they'd that. like have to call yeah. out like Trump. Um, and they were, you know, but they were still, you know, paying full price for the product. Um, so again, I'm not sure people really understand how a protest is supposed to work, but, um, but I mean, it's working great for, for, for me. Uh, yeah. Thanks for explaining that. I could, I read a whole article on that and couldn't figure out, why they were smashing their curry. Well, it's a little confusing. Yeah, it requires it requires some backstory, yeah. But anyway, uh this dipshit with I will always stand on the back of his hat. Um that's that's player of the week. Uh play of the week yeah. W E A K. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to bring that back. Oh, you know what? We never talked about the guy snatching the baseball out of the, like his girlfriend's hand at the World Series and throwing it back. That was that's like play of the week of like the year. Oh. I don't know. I don't think I know that story. Uh, it happened in uh, game seven, uh, game six, I think, or game seven, game seven. Yeah. Uh, it happened in a game. It happened. And a woman caught a foul ball, and the husband or boyfriend stole it. No, yeah. Uh, well, what happened was it, it, this is in the Astros stadium, uh, and a Dodger hit uh, a foul ball into the stands, and uh, a woman caught it. And she was like holding it up, and the guy next to her grabbed it out of her hand and threw it back on the the diamond on the field, as they call it. Um, and and it was like a really, it was like a fairly viral clip because everyone's like so fucking annoyed at him, and he's like just like such a jerk move. But it's apparently a bit of baseball superstition is if you is if uh, is if you kind of catch the opposing team's ball, it's bad luck for your team if you don't throw it back. I've seen that with was it a home run or a foul ball? I don't know. I think I it must know. have been a home run because I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that with home runs. I've never seen it with a foul ball. I'm pretty sure her it was ball, a foul because you'd be dude. throwing hundreds of foul balls out. Like foul balls are very common. Okay, I'm 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 in my research corner. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point, Mike. Her ball, her choice. No, it was a home run. Yeah, it was a home run. Um, you're right, Mike. Okay. Good yeah. call. Yeah. yeah, it was. It yeah. was. It was. Um, yeah, I and, think a and decent sh- zinger by Brit. I think we can acknowledge it. <laughs> oh, thanks. Guys. Are we doing that? We're acknowledging Brit this episode. Okay, all right. There's another text. Her thread. ball, her choice. No. Okay. Uh, second time. Yeah. Starting to feel yeah, a little. No, off. that was the third time because you guys didn't hear it the first time. And, <laughs> okay. and in comedy, rule of three. Rule of three. Uh, yeah, the rule of three. The rule of three true. in comedy is, in fact, if you say a joke, you have to repeat it two more times. Yeah, verbatim. You just you just say it yeah. again. Um, and you have to remind everyone that it's the third time. Yeah, you're like, like yeah, you're like two, three. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I did. All- Simon had a super decent zinger uh, last episode, also that everyone missed, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> well, my zingers, my zingers are slippery. Um, what is a uh, Kyrie scary mask on the outline? Kyrie has to wear a scary mask now. Oh yeah, I like it when players have to wear scary masks. Yeah, because he got like his he nose broken his or something. He might yeah. bite the other player's ears. <laughs> yeah, they they make them wear like the Hannibal Lecter mask. <laughs> um, it's, it's just like it's just kind of like um, it's like when your dog has to wear a cone so it won't chew at its stitches. Or it's like how they make like get like gasoline have a smell so that or like gas like have a smell so that you know it's in the air like it's like he has to wear a mask so people know he's dangerous that he might like bite them yes exactly (laughs) so all right so Kyrie, Kyrie's in the doghouse this week um but we'll see you know we'll see if the mask can come off for the rest of the season Um, is it a dog mask (laughs) 
It is a it is it is straight up uh, just a hockey mask randomly. I don't know why. I think they were out of like. Wear, I like the dog mask idea. It's like a Phantom of the Opera kind of situation. <laughs> I'm looking Not at singery, it. a little overly serious for for this moment. But Kyrie, legitimate MVP candidate, killing it. Yeah, right yeah. So, so he fractured that. his face, and it's a craze on Instagram. People love his hey, mask. His face. Yeah. I haven't seen it actually. Um. But I love watching the Celtics, and like every moment that I love watching the Celtics, I just feel heartbroken for what could have been if the 76ers hadn't traded for uh, for Fat Guy Fultz. They could have just gotten um, whatever his name is, uh, uh, Jason Tatum, and had like three superstars. Why did they get Fultz, Mike? Why? Well, he was the consensus number one pick. I'm, I'm, I'm worried that he's a chubby loser. I mean, I, I've been worried about this for for many in, weeks. In that yeah, photo, problematic. With Embiid, he, um, he as a chubby good. person, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ding that. No, I'm, I'm chubby. I'm allowed to say it. You know, it's like. Were you claiming it? All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, look, we're all, we're all chubby here. Yeah, yeah. We have difficulty with fitting into our wedding suits, as discussed. Yeah, I absolutely could not close any buttons on my jacket this weekend. It still worked out, but yeah. You know, the funny thing is, if we didn't do this podcast, and instead we worked out one hour a week, we'd all probably live 15 to 20 years longer. Right. So this podcast is really costing us. On the other hand, on the other hand, who wants to be alive? So, um, (laughs) what else is on this outline? Uh, Oh, wait. Uh, I did want to hear about Fultz and why he doesn't succeed and well we've covered it we've talked about it before i I don't know how much is worth going into plus it makes me upset and scared but i think the the bottom line is that there's a debate about like is he a chubby loser on the one hand or is it possible that he's just like body snatched he got body snatched yes (laughs) yeah yeah i think he got body snatched like in that photo where exactly that's what that's why i said that like he doesn't even look like he doesn't even look like a basketball player. Like, and the, like the look in his eyes. Like, he doesn't look like, like a person. There's like no, nothing in there. It's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. And I've never seen a picture of him that made me confident that he was the number one pick. No. He just he always has that deer in the headlights look. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really sad. It's like yeah, a guy just got that got like way in out of his depth. And uh, hey, Elson. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just he got he got the yips really quickly. Like normally. Normally, the yips is something that happens to like veterans who have been playing for a long time. But right. I, really think, I think you got the usually yips you're, the... you're good first before you get the yips. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. If you get the yips before you're good, isn't that just being not good? Yeah. yeah isn't yeah. that just called you're a shitty player? Yeah, I think yeah. that's the yips. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. We have like we all have the yips, guys. That's why we don't play. Ba- we're not professional basketball players. Yeah, we all. Well, that's right. true. Like chronic. I've never heard. Chronic yips. I've, I have to admit, I've never heard the word yips used anywhere other than this podcast until last week um, when on um, Bill Simmons' uh, podcast, which is now off the air because we ran them out, but former competitor, um, they were talking about about Markel, and they were all just like, yeah, it's just the yips. He's got the yips. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Bill Simmons, by the way. Uh, Yeah, that's too bad about his podcast. Yeah, I didn't think, I didn't, yeah, it's too bad. Didn't he have that HBO show that was like garbage? Oh, it was so bad. bad. That was, was maybe so the bad. worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah and well, like, first... like it was like one of the like lowest rated shows in like the history of HBO, I think. Also, probably the most unwatchable. Like fittingly, like yeah, it was. You should watch it. I mean, they keep it on their HBO Go thing. Like you can watch everything that they've HBO's ever produced, and they still yeah. have that up. It's almost worth watching for just like how uncomfortable it is. What's the concept? There is. I mean, it's just part of the problem was there wasn't really a concept. Yeah, um, it was just a talk show. Like, it was a talk show. He was out of his. It was just out of his element. It's like wasn't what he was good at. Um, What's he good at? I think the concept is like a guy who's like just like has like no on camera charisma at all. Like, might be able to host a sports show on HBO. Uh, I think they canceled it in the middle of the season, didn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah, it ran for yeah. like five or six episodes. I think. Yeah, I think it was a disaster. Yeah, yeah I hate it. Embarrassing that. for the network, probably. Yeah. Definitely. Well, the problem was he had Malcolm Gladwell on like one of the first episodes, um, and that that torpedoed the whole thing. That's why we keep um, yeah, rejecting we Gladwell, who wants to come on our show, but we know yeah. that he's the kiss of death. 
Well, and he had Barkley on, like, episode one, and, uh, like, Barkley notoriously has no respect for, for uh, basketball experts and commentators who've never played, and, like, you know, it, it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty Speaking weird. Speaking of Barkley, what's, uh, what's going on with, with the changes in, uh, what's it, TNT's sports show? Oh, like, oh yeah, what was that, Dave? I just, I didn't really want to get too much into this on the air, but I they just are... get really bummed out. I mean, they're a competitor, but, you know, we can, yeah. we sometimes have certain respect for other sports commentators. They won't um, be for long, the way yeah. they're going. It's over. Yeah, well, that's, sorry. They, uh, More for us. They, they, it's just they have this really awful segment called Area 21, um, which is where Kevin Garnett just sort of postures and gestures and says, we in this. Area 21, like, over and over again until they just cut away and go to commercial. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, literally, like, no content. It's so strange. It's just, like... Like, area 13 or 14 or maybe? Well, I can't... Yeah. McCall might have had a a zinger in there. We'll know later when we... We'll do one called... uh, (laughs) We'll do do Haria 38, where we all talk about our, uh, our hairlines. But I don't think I think that's too much content. <laughs> yeah, that's like way more substance than is actually in part of Area Twenty One. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you just made it good. Um, like nothing. It's so it's such a bummer because only not because I'm just like a total killjoy and can't deal with anything I don't like, but because I like that show so much. The TNT studio show with Barkley and Kenny and Shaq sometimes and. Ernie, and then they have like this stupid thing where they use like you know a third of their airtime now on Kevin Garnett just saying we in this Area Twenty One. <laughs> so it weird. actually it's like an experimental it kind of sounds kind of wonderful when you put it like that, Dave. Yeah, it does sound good. It sounds I like, like it. A, like a poetry reading. Um, well, just, maybe he just finds work, like maybe. D- different ways to say it. Like we we in this Area Twenty One. <laughs> we in this. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, all right, so we're big fans. Um, all right, what else do we have to get through this week? We have a NFL celebration update. We have Mike, Mike's thoughts on super teams and role players in the text thread. Uh, and we have questions for Dave. Uh, why aren't the Timberwolves better? Why are the Thunder boring? Uh, that's a, those um, are big, big questions. I think those questions are reversed, right? The, the, the Thunder are bad and the Timberwolves are boring. Oh, I should clarify that um, those are just like the way I feel. But I haven't, I haven't seen any of their games, and I haven't looked at the standings. But I feel like the Timberwolves should be better, and I feel like the Thunder are boring. No, the Timberwolves are okay. At least last time I looked at the standings, they they have a pretty nice record. They're just unwatchable. So boring. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. And right. the Thunder. I don't know. It's really weird. There's this weird thing last week where they they put up. Um, stats of the thunder big three of russell westbrook paul george and uh, carmelo anthony and they all had like within literally like a tenth or two of a point the same scoring average the same field goal attempts per game and um and something else like even their field goal percentages were there were within one point and it seems like they made some kind of weird agreement where they just want to be very equal and like none of them is supposed to be the big dog um and I think that's the problem, is that, like, Russell Westbrook is, like, clearly at this stage of his career the best player of those three and should just be, you know, the top guy. Like, it should be, like, right. more of, yeah. Um, and they're trying to share the ball, too. I mean, Russell Westbrook, uh, I think, scored 30 points per game last season. This season, he's got, like, 21 or 22. That's pretty pretty. Well, is the, is, is the coach just, like, trying a new strategy where they move the ball around more? I don't know. Their coach really sucks. Um, and they have, they're the, I think they're last in the NBA at closing out games. Like they're really bad in the last few minutes of the game and they've blown a bunch of leads and it's just because they're like trying to share the ball a bunch. And I don't know, it's a kind of a disaster. They might not even make the playoffs. They're really bad. And the Thunder were really fun last year when it was just Westbrook. Like they were, yeah. it was a fun, I would watch them anytime they were on just because like, why wouldn't you want to see them try to score 60 points? I remember we were kind of like, well, I don't remember if it was the Paul George trades or trade i guess we were into the paul george trade but um there was a lot of commentary at the time that thought that like adding carmelo like ruined the team doesn't uh, paul george always make teams suck or something doesn't he have a curse i think carmelo has that curse i don't know paul george 
Um, is never well. Paul George had a couple good seasons with um, the Pacers in uh, Indiana. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I think they're 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 on a road to nowhere. It kind of sucks. It sucks to see Westbrook get like dragged down. The good news is that it's only a one-year thing. Paul George's contract expires at the end of this year, and obviously at this rate, there's no reason for him to resign. Um, same with Carmelo. So I think we'll get the real Russell Westbrook back next did, year. Did we ever talk about that clip, uh, Dave, that you sent? Where like I don't know what team it was. All five of the players like ran. There's a glitch in the matrix, and all five players like ran at the same time. Oh, that is so amazing! That's yeah, like that was a weird thing viral ever. thing. Yeah, where the entire team turns around at the same moment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it wasn't the thunder. It was, it was, okay, you're maybe the Pacers all three of them, actually. Like, yeah, the scoring. I think it was the Suns. Yes, that's right. It was the Suns. Yeah, it was the Suns. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe I was getting something. Um. Anyway, um, yeah, look that up, listeners. If you haven't. Hey, seen it do you guys know what happens in five minutes? We hang up. Yeah. Podcast um, is over. We're done. Grayson Allen is going to be on TV in five minutes. Grayson Allen, first game of his senior year. Big fan of the show. Longtime listener, Grayson Allen. Oh, uh, yeah. One of our first fans. Yeah, he was yeah, really... We, yeah, back in the day when we only had one listener, it was just Grayson Allen um, listening to us on his headphones while waiting outside a preschool to trip children. Um, <laughs> we were kind of... You know, we were both underdogs then. But we've both gone a long way. Um, and uh, yeah, so, and then our second listener, Bailey Bunnell, she'll probably be watching. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of our listener, um, well, actually, first, I just, Mike, is that like a call in show? Because the Grayson um, Allen show? Yeah, I just really <laughs> want to get the message to him that, like, he needs to be on the Celtics just because of that whole name thing. Like, I would just be so excited. Oh, yeah. Well, what? How, how does that work? It would be like, like J.J. Haygray, because they have uh, Jason Tatum, who spells his name J-A-Y, uh, yeah. Jalen Brown, who spells his name J-A-Y, Gordon Hayward right. with the H-A-Y, and if they get Grayson, G-R-A-Y, I just really hey, want J.J. Haygray, that's hey, great. Hey, and Tatum, oh. Tatum and, 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 uh, and Grayson played together at, at Duke, so, you know, they're buddies. I really want the J.J. Grayhay thing to happen. Wait, who's Tatum? Um, that would be unbeatable. Tatum is Jason, J-A-Y. He spells his name J-A-Y-S-O-N. Oh, J.J. Grace. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, Gray. That's J.J. Hey, Gray. We got to get this to happen. Seriously. On that but, note. Um, what were we talking about? There was another thing to that. Grayson Allen? Listeners? I'm Googling, I'm Googling some Grayson kind of Allen's phone number to see if I can get it. Wait, that's a good idea. A good second idea. before that, there was like an important... I, there was something more... Listeners? Less trivial. Huh? No. No. Say it again? Listeners? Our listeners? Oh, yeah. Our listener. Wait, so I was listening back to last week's episode, and I had kind of tuned out for a second, I guess, at the time when you were talking about our listener. But did that dude actually, like, show up at that film festival just to see you because of the podcast? Or he's actually, like, in the film community? Or what's the deal with that? Well, I don't know. I think he's, like, a a horror film fan who's become a big sports fan through our podcast. That's that's my take on it, but I don't know. I don't know, actually. I'm a big fan now. Well, look, I mean, he came to a screening of Suspiria. I mean, he didn't just, like, come to say, like, hi to, hi to me and talk about sports. In fact, um, right. in fact we talked very little sports. Um, but he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have driven to see Suspiria if you were not hosting the screening, right? I don't know. I, don't, I think that's true. I think that's correct. I think he wanted to say hello and see Suspiria, uh, a 35 print of Suspiria. Um, I don't know. Good question. Good question. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I like... That's I like the idea that I turned a sports fan onto Suspiria, but I suspect it's um, the other way around. Did he try uh, to pass you like his his new screenplay or anything? No, no, just oh, okay. polite. Just polite guy seemed horrified that uh that I still have to do this podcast uh, even when right, I'm traveling. Right, right. And that, that that was what really stuck with me. Um, <laughs> so hey, by the way, guess what, guys? Uh, next week is uh, fifty weeks. Fifty weeks of posting a sports episode every day. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Are you sure? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is seven. But I this thought is... this two weeks in a year. I don't know how we no, did it. We had, no, because we had more, because we had a couple of weeks where we put more than one episode. And they got uh, you're, you're... Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. wait. How many weeks are in a year? 50... <laughs> 52. 52. We it's didn't start been... until January. It's always been 52. It's always been 52? January? Yeah. Didn't I Trump think... change it to like... Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, year has right. less weeks, remember, because of Trump Trump month. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so that's that, it's confusing. Okay, we'll get back to you on that one, listeners. But but next week is our is episode fifty, uh, the big five oh, big one. Yeah, so that's ex- so we'll definitely have some really really good content prepared. Are we gonna get Rick coming at you? Fox, we get Rick Fox on for that. Oh no, yeah, I don't want Rick Fox. No. To t- I don't want to talk to Rick Fox. We don't want him anymore. No, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. I the people I'm willing to talk to on this podcast have always been. Uh, Bailey Bennell and uh, Aaron Rodgers, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is Bailey Bunnell still? Didn't Aaron Rodgers with... die already? Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's yeah, dead. Uh, that was my zinger. Yeah, he's over. He's it... yeah. <laughs> is Bailey Bunnell still canoodling with uh, Grayson Gr- Allen? Doing well, that? we don't know. We don't know. But the fact is, uh, you know, we're we're into real college basketball relationship gossip so i don't yeah. know i could I, we we could make something up but then at the end of the day it's we're talking about like 20 year olds and it feels a little bad so get her on the celtics too she <laughs> yeah bay bay great great bay jay hey jj gray hey bay jj gray hey bay great bay okay well we did it um, we're done. Uh, tune yeah. in next week for our 50th episode, the Big Five O. Going to be very exciting. Uh, we'll probably have dozens of surprise guests, including the most famous people in sports. Um, so definitely come back next week for that. Yeah. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports.